Big bit. Wow, that was scary. Hi, everyone. It's uh, it's time for a bacon bit. It uh, is. We've done a lot of these lately. Have we? I'm really proud of us. Well, it's movie season. Oh, yeah. It is the summer season, movie isn't it? season. Hey, guys. Yeah. Thanks for being my friends and coming to movies with me. Thank yep. you for being a friend. <laughs> Otherwise, dun, this dun, would dun. be me doing a bacon bit, a video by myself with six viewers. So thank you <laughs> for joining me and allowing us to do this. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. yeah. Although I didn't see it. <laughs> what? Thanks, Jake, for coming to the movie with hey, me. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Joel, where, were, where, where were you at? I was home with my wife and children. He probably could have got two. I said, hey, do you want to spend some quality time tonight? And he said, yes, I will be. With my children. With the people that matter. <laughs> no, it was actually funny. It was funny uh, because Kent, like Joel. Kent said something where uh, we were at work and he said something about... Yeah, and Jake and I went to the movie last night, and I went, what movie? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> There's what, a movie? What's happening this week? And then he was like, Gojira. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Yes. Godzilla, King of Monsters came out, and I told Kent my interest was lukewarm at best. Not even that. At the beginning of the year when we did the year preview, this was either in your five you wanted to bomb or in your honorable mentions for the bombing ones. No. Yeah, so. you really didn't care for this you one at all. You wanted it to bomb? I don't no, remember. I, I remember. That's rude, Joel. I was underwhelmed by up, the man. trailer. I was underwhelmed by the trailers when it came to There wasn't enough monsters in there for you was the trouble. More 11, less monsters. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll get there. So Jake and I are going to review the movie. Yes. And spoiler we'll free. do first half spoiler free, second yes. half spoiler full. And Joel, are you okay with that? Joel, yes. you want to ask us questions and pretend like you're interested? Yes. Uh, awesome. But so I hear Godzilla is a large monster. How do large do you find him to be? This is quite large, Joel. <laughs> this is an awkward is, start. <laughs> is his size proportional at all times, or does he adjust in size depending on what the movie demands? At times, it seemed like he was eating a few yeah. too many chicken nuggets. What? And, or maybe buildings. Because there were times where, you know, Godzilla... Little pudgy? Little pudgy he's, Godzilla? He's, a little, he's the pudgiest Godzilla, let's be honest. Oh, are you fat shaming? <laughs> yeah. I kind Gita, of am, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude loves donuts. <laughs> this, this guy is... There, there are this times Godzilla where you're like, obese. you're like, don't mess with that one. And then you see the side profile. Like, it's like a tagged photo of Godzilla. But <laughs> you're like, oh. But time out, time out, time His out. His BMI out. is like a red line. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't he lean, mean Godzilla in the previous movie? No, he no, was still no. quite large. He was pretty big. In or fact, am I thinking of 98? 98, he was the Velociraptor. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. No, he seriously looks like the guy who used to be the gym a lot and now is just really, really fat. He yeah. let himself go. He's the one that yeah. took the creatine and forgot to go to the yeah. gym. I got I to gotta Google a picture of this dude. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we are terrible. This is what we're talking about. <laughs> Body shaving. He's a great swimmer, though. Joel's looking at a picture. What do He's you say? He's got some thunder thighs. <laughs> thunder lizard thighs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. We'd like to apologize uh, to everyone. Send your hate mail to us, all three of us, right now. <laughs> so let's talk about Godzilla. I do Godzilla. want to give a quick summary. Please do. Let's try to come up with this Good story. Good luck with that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so the there's a human element to the story, the, and, and obviously... This is a sequel to the this 2000... Is a, Direct 14, sequel five 14. years later. Wow. And so we even see the end of the movie at the beginning of this one. The end of the last movie. Yeah, where San Francisco was destroyed. And it personally affects a family with Vera Farmiga, Kyle Chandler, and Millie Bobby Brown. Okay. They are in a family. Uh, years go by. Stress takes place. A little bit of personal tragedy. And they're all kind of doing their own thing. And there's a way for bad people to awake awaken the titans that have been dormant in earth for thousands of years and thousands wasn't kong already on kong skull island kong is and kong is the anomaly of this movie they talk about him a lot but he is kind of distant from all the dinosaurs that they mention okay yeah and so at the, at the end of uh kong skull island 
they make this reference to other monsters. Yes. That are oh, out so there. Monarch is the company. It's outside of the government, but the government wants heavy involvement here. Monarch has been studying these creatures for probably a hundred years. And Skull Island came out when? This that came out two years ago, maybe so, three. So Kong Skull Island is like the bridge between Last Godzilla and this Godzilla. Yeah, which is weird though, because Kong Skull Island, being a Vietnam movie, Take had Tom Hiddleston and yeah, Brie yeah. Larson, and those characters are it's nowhere. An, it's to be a seen. shared universe, it takes but it's a while distant. for the ape to swim. <laughs> I guess forty years. Yeah. No, these very short, small strokes. So much, much like the title implies, there will be monsters and there will need to be a king at some point. Yeah. And they're very fierce. Which is the whole premise of the movies. Yeah. Who's king? So, uh, Jake, do you want Elvis. me to start on this one? Yeah, I started last time, I think. Okay. So this movie starts off. Okay. Let me give you my criticisms for Godzilla 2014. Okay. They tease While we're reviewing in, that movie? Before Bacon Cell A little begin? bit, yeah. So that movie teased with great trailers, Walter White. It teased Brian Cranston. <laughs> I like how you say Walter White. <laughs> and it, yeah, it didn't, I didn't even blink. Actually. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, yeah. And so already name. that movie had gravitas. It is like, oh, I really like this guy as an actor and it's a Godzilla movie. Well, Brian Cranston isn't in the movie very much, I'll just say. Uh-huh. And neither is Godzilla. It's an Aaron Taylor Johnson movie. Yeah. And it's disappointing, but there's beauty to it. But they anytime Elizabeth Taylor or Elizabeth uh, Olsen Olsen too. Olsen, yeah. yeah. Anytime Elizabeth Taylor wow. plays Godzilla. <laughs> oh. uh, well, Julie Andrews, you know, Aquaman. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was. Yeah, the she's a kaiju. kaiju. That's true. And so that movie pulled its punches. Anytime you thought there was going to be this incredible action scene, it pulled the punch because it saved it for the last fifteen minutes, and then it was glorious. And then it was just fun to watch. Glorious. Yeah, I would say glorious. Yeah. No, the last the, the closing scene is pretty intense. I mean, the collateral damage that takes place when these monsters Joel, fight did each you watch other. this on a small screen yeah on your phone i watched this actually on my iWatch. <laughs> and uh let me see your iWatch right now <laughs> it's right there yeah uh, that's a pretty had, big screen but considering it, did, it didn't uh, resize though so i had to just keep scrolling around to see different parts of the film <laughs> it's a panoramic <laughs> view oh dear and so this movie took that criticism and reverses it entirely. Oh, Granted, so there's still a lot of human element so it's here. it's Pacific Rim. It's Pacific Rim. They said... More so. They said, hey, we're going to show all the action that you didn't get to see the first time around. And they deliver. They absolutely deliver in the action here. And it made me gleeful. We saw this in IMAX, and I think this is the only way, if you decide to see yes, this... I completely agree. It is the only way to see it. Because if you see a normal screen, you're going to go, eh. But if it, like knocks your socks off with sounds there were a few times where it wasn't even a scary moment but it's so loud i got i, I got a little bit scared i was like oh geez that's nuts <laughs> like the godzilla roar thing whatever that is right you, you know? feel if you can feel it's a good sound. the roar you're like okay this is cool the human story uh was uh, i was fine with it and i kind of got what they were doing it felt very uh, old school it felt very like 1970s 1980s as far as camp but it wasn't funny so they're not really in on the joke. Yeah. And then the more it went on, the more I was like, please stop talking. There are, there's a lot of really bad performances here. Bradley Whitford. Who's he? Uh, he's in The Cabin in the Woods. Uh, Merman. He's also in oh. West Wing. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to strangle him. He All he is there <laughs> is to deliver one-liners. Vera Farmiga plays a troubled woman. Uh, it's probably like one of her, her I really like her one of her weakest roles in a long time Kyle Chandler he's an emotional core of any Coach. movie he's in Kyle Chandler he's Coach in Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights. Lights oh right 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 yeah and Millie Bobby Brown does it does a fine our, our job our main dude I forget that was his name yeah, yeah. and so she sings my prerogative <laughs> exactly so nice. I in just like any monster movie you don't care about the humans but when there's there's fighting that's what you want to see and this movie did deliver it I walked out of this movie going eh, eh not really that good 
But I thought more and more about the action, as silly as it is, I, I, I thought to myself, this is a monster movie. And as much as I didn't care for the movie, man, that delivered on being a monster movie. And so I'm going to give it a, oh dear. a positive C+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you give Endgame again? B-. minus. B-. minus. Okay. It's basically equal. Yeah, basically the same. <laughs> I gave that a negative B minus. I, this I, is a positive C plus. Ken, I always love how your point of view seems to shift from in the movie to after the movie. You're always it like, happens. you're like, I hated it, but then I got kicked in the head by a mule and suddenly <laughs> I liked it. I mean, that's kind of it. I thought about like, well, I'm being a little harsh on this movie because it's a Godzilla movie. I haven't honestly seen one Godzilla movie I've liked. I've never been wowed by a Godzilla Same. movie. Yeah. And I've it, seen a number. I of mean, them. this is no King Kong. King Kong has had, had great films in his past. Hmm. Whereas Godzilla, you really? Peter Jackson? 1933, the Peter Jackson one? Wait, wait. You Both guys, of those. Whoa, you guys really like the Peter Jackson Absolutely. King Kong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, enjoy it? Legitimately yeah. enjoy it? Yes. You like Jack Black saying, Twas beauty killed the beast? Yes. Yep. No. It's a good movie. It's, yeah. it's cinema. It no. really is cinema. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Silent is Silent King Kong? That's cinema. Because that was showing people things they'd never seen before. I thought that was a beautiful movie. Giant and a beautiful bug love monsters. Yeah, I did too. Giant yeah, that was a, it's really enjoyable. Mm. Bacon Cell approved? Yeah, Bacon Cell approved. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Jake, what'd you My think? Godzilla Roar. All right. So uh yeah, positive C plus. Was yes. yours, right? Yeah, okay. Basically, Kent, Kent's right on a lot of these parts because there was there was a lot of monsters. Uh, like, right as Kent and I were going in, I said, um, I go, I, there's something like 20 monsters in this. And he goes, you're joking, right? And I go, no, I saw it in the trailer. Like, there's legitimately like 20 monsters. And Which feels too soon. It feels like they're trying to marvelize it. And so he's it. like, oh, no. Mm. And so It's calling DCing it when you throw everyone in a movie together too well, soon. It's called Infinity uh, War because DC had no, like five. DC <laughs> threw Justice League together. Marvel had 10 years After to build five theirs. movies, like Avengers. Mm, Go they on. the gun. Mm, okay. Same amount of movies. <clears throat> this is the third. Okay, fellas. <laughs> All right. So, no. Uh, and then we we're... I, I was also like, okay, I don't know how they're going to manage that. But yeah. they they actually... They only focused on a couple. On which, uh, which Which made it manageable. And yes, there were some others in the background, but they weren't a main uh, aspect of the story. So, here's basically how the, how the movie plays. The technical aspect is very strong. There's some really cool stuff visually. Like, you're going to... And again, like Ken said, let me reiterate. If you're going to watch this movie, you're going to pay for it. Go to an IMAX viewing. Do not watch it. Don't even, uh, you might not even bother if you're watching it at home unless yeah, you have a really you guys, great you guys home studio. Know Clearplay is going to ask me to review this one when it comes out. Uh, well, I hope you I'm have a, a TV. I, I hope you have surround sound and a big projector because I have surround sound on my iWatch. Other, <laughs> <laughs> you I have to have keep moving around the room. room speakers. <laughs> he has Bluetooth. little earbuds he has to put in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not, it's not going to play very well at home because the story falls apart. It's riddled with plot holes, which ultimately you forgive it for because it's a Godzilla movie. But uh, between the plot holes and a lot of the illogical things that are happening, happening especially with communication and relationships, mm-hmm. it's the it doesn't it, it never really picks up and soars because the emotional element is lacking the whole time, and technically it is a visual feast even at times. Yes, and the fighting is. I mean, it's it's actually memorable. It is kind of memorable at times. Yeah. Differentiated from any other Godzilla movie. But here's, fight? The, here's the thing, though, right? Is like, yeah, visually it's very cool. But even even when it excels in the visual end, if you don't have the emotional attachment to what's going on, it's never going to have the same impact. Which is why the characters, the human element fails. Which is why it fails. Yes. Yeah. Which is what brings it down. However, I do feel, sorry to jump in here, the mm-hmm. scope feels right because they keep putting the humans in the middle of the action. Myself. A Listerine yeah. or alcohol. I knew it, <laughs> but they put the characters in the midst of the action, which 
feels like a cop-out. It feels like they're cheating, but it still gives you a geography of how the action is taking place. Yeah. No, actually, there's some of the... Some of the maneuvering, I would say, like the plot necessities mm-hmm. work. Some of them are obviously a little too forced. But yeah, technically it excels. So if you're into visual effects, go watch it. If you want a real story, this is not going to be it. No. It's, guys, it sounds exactly like Pacific Rim. See. Right? You're not in it for the story. You're in there for robots fighting giant I, monsters. See, I, I, I said this in the Guilty Pleasure Show last year. I love Pacific Rim. I truly do. I despised it. I don't know how because that movie. I love the action candy. scenes, but I just oh man, could eat it I could up. not take the drama they tried to do. No, that's like the ten year old in me just is like, oh, this is awesome. Give me some popcorn. Yeah, you know, like look at that giant and, and robot do you think punching a lizard. Can't let you have popcorn at a screen. No, no, he he had me. He gave me raisinets. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why you eat popcorn off the floor because you won't let me have any. <laughs> and those weren't raisinets. Uh, what's we were in a park. Say? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, so do you think what okay. age, what age range do you like if you were 10 oh man would I'd, you be so into this movie i would be so into but is this it too intense for a 10 year old because they don't care about the plot or the story or anything yeah. like that going on anyway they probably don't follow those in regular movies who cares mm-hmm. they're just watching giant lizards bite each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else going on the extent yeah i mean they're like oh that one's flying oh look that one has a really big wingspan and it doesn't know? it doesn't turn into a michael bay cgi mess when they fight there, Can you tell what's I'll, going on? I'll say this. Mm. There is a lot of uh, clouds and gases in the sky that kind of sh- it oh, shades. So he's not just big. He's also gassy. Yeah. yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, in many ways. Uh, in yes, this movie. Yeah. But it it obscures a lot of the action. I think so they could save a little bit of money there. Okay. It still looks cool, like on a poster, but sometimes you get lost. But it's all that battle of Winterfelling. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it's also the, the monsters are so unique and they have different like strikes or powers, elemental powers. Mm-hmm. You can tell what's going so on. Pokemon. It is. It is. There is Japanese. Yeah. There's a three headed Pikachu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's my band's name in college. <laughs> three-headed pieces. yeah so, so i say eight-year-old to 13 14 it's, it's not too intense then for kids no nah what's the content level like there is a f-word said by there, ice cube jr there is actually and millie bobby brown she curses a little bit and she's as a teenager you know how is she non 11 ish like when millie bobby brown is not 11 from let, Stranger me, Things, let me let me talk about that for a second because when it can ended, you do that here in spoiler free Yes. Want to spoil it for I think okay, so. Okay, go for it. Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, and Kent and I, I already know we'll agree on this, is her acting in Stranger Things doesn't require much. Like she kind of shows up, she looks intense and, and then yeah, her nose brooding. Bleeds. And so I never much, I never, I never thought much of her, of her acting. Like who cares? She's this little, I started an interview and she's British and, uh, I like what she did with her accent because it didn't, it didn't really catch my ear, but watching her in this, she was pretty much the only actress who showed up to work. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's weird. Like she's in there and she's in it in every scene. You can see she's like giving it a hundred percent and everyone else is like, we know what this is. Yeah, We know it's a monster is, movie. Is this yeah. her big break? I think she already had well, it. She, well, what I mean is yeah, like, she's is, already had it. Is this her break out of that character? So I mean, is Stranger Things going to be her only is hit she, or is she showing no, range? They'll, they'll see her in this and be like, okay, she's got some well, acting jobs. And they've already finished uh, Godzilla versus Kong, which is coming out next year. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. And she'll be in that one as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know if she'll be any like teen comedies. Maybe when she decides to get away from the, the bigger movies, maybe right. she'll be in a coming of age movie. She's still quite young, so she has plenty of time mm-hmm. to yeah. uh, she's, advance she's as an actress. Yeah. True. Uh, C minus. Really Bob Brown show. Yeah. <laughs> That's not happening. C, C minus is what I'm giving this. It, so below average. Slightly. Lower, wow. lower slightly. than Kent. You do realize this is a monster movie. Story means so much to me, though. I need, well, I it need, should, I obviously. Need, I need the emotional 
satisfaction that that comes that I need the payoff. There needs to be an emotional payoff and that never came. What there was was giant monsters that were attacking each other and that was cool. Yeah. Uh, but I need the emotional payoff for it to be beyond that. Okay. So C minus. All right. All right. Joel, time for spoilers. Yes, let's do spoilers. Although I don't think we'll have a whole lot to say. Will we? Hold on. What's the uh, Puff Daddy song from the uh, the nineteen eighty? My head is like a shark fin. <laughs> no, wait, that's deepest spoilers. <laughs> Deep blue sea. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. The the stupid. I had that oh, soundtrack. The nineteen ninety eight stupid one had like uh, cashmere. cashmere. Yeah, that was so ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> that soundtrack sold we really well. Though. We can do Green Bay. Uh, Insomniac. How does that go? That's on that soundtrack. Brain stew. Brain stew. Damn it. Spoilers. 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 We spent way more oh, time on that than our spoiler free section. All, all right. right. So, so spoilers. Here we are. We there, are 15 minutes in, guys. There is more collateral okay, damage in this movie than any movie I've ever seen. Absurd. Insane. Like they're just knocking out buildings damage. over left and right. Joel, they destroy the world. <laughs> I mean, it's no joke. There is no nothing left, man. It is kaiju, not kaiju. <laughs> what are they? Well, they are kaiju, kaiju. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, they are obliterating everything all over the map. And wait, so they they do travel to more than one location? Yes, because well, there's the, there's seventeen, which of is them. where the plot holes come in for me. There's because so I started holes. to notice, like, they, Co- wait, just coastal cities? Or are we talking like is Salt Lake City okay? Salt Lake City is okay. I think, well, there was one in Wyoming. Actually, there is a giant beehive in Salt Lake City that comes up from under the ground. No, there is. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't that be cute, though? <laughs> <laughs> it is the beehive state. <laughs> so what it is, is there is a chase. It is eco-terrorists that are trying to awaken, and the message is dumb, but the they're trying to awaken so these titans so that the world will be destroyed and zero population is the answer, my friends. The world can be restored once again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they want everyone to die. Or they're at least Thanosing like, it. Yeah. It's straight up Thanos story. It is. And so it is the good guys in a giant helicarrier chasing the bad guys who are already like one step ahead. And yeah. and they have this sonar box that they call the Orca that if you turn on this noise, you become the alpha and these titans follow what you say or or they'll attack someone based on what you want them to. How to or, or they just, so, they, so they just try to find it so they can be the alpha. Yeah, they're ripping yeah. off How to Train Your Dragon 2 then. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But there is a new titan that no one really predicted and that is Ghidorah. And Ghidorah is the three-headed dragon you've seen on the poster. Yeah, I got the poster up here. And Ghidorah is, cool is freaking cool. Like, it yeah. is it is kind of like a classic-looking Japanese dragon, like, as far yeah. as looks and then how its it facial like structure goes. It's a cool yes. monster. And it's it's cool, and it's very threatening uh, as far as, like, all the other monsters. In, in fact, much like I said, this feels like they're rushing it because Ghidorah feels like an enemy that you could have saved till Godzilla 3 instead of Godzilla 2. Think of the branding you could have done with the three heads and say Godzilla and then three exactly. heads. Exactly. Yeah. Because they have Rodan in this movie. And keep in mind, these movies that came out generally the 60s uh, where the man in suit Godzilla and went on yeah. for decades. Late 50s or Mothra 60s. had its own series. Uh, Rodan wow, really? got its own movies. Uh, Godzilla's son got its own series. And so they stretched this out where they said, hey, here are four main monsters. 1954 was this Godzilla's first appearance in Godzilla. Wow. And I've seen that one. Oh, you have seen that one. Mm-hmm. It's still not very good. No. So what they're doing is they're chasing the bad guys around who are trying to awaken these monsters. But the geography is like, boom. It's like they just survived something really harrowing. And they're like, oh, all of a sudden I'm in China. Yeah. Now we're across the world. Oh, yeah. now we're in Mexico. I'm in Mexico. Now, now. we're in Antarctica. And it's no like problem. the next scene. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make any sense. You're like, okay, I guess you just need to get there. It's that kind of movie. Uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. I feel like in Jake. 35 he- films. Wow, that's a lot. 35 Godzilla films, three we, of which produced by Hollywood. So now we have to watch all of them. <laughs> yeah, no. Jake, have you seen the old Godzilla movies? 
Um, as a child, I like, well, is it like a teenager? I was like, yeah. oh, let's check these out. Then and I got bored when they started. And so here's the boring it. part. And Joel, you've seen like the first one at least. Yeah, I've, I've seen, I don't know, maybe five. Of what them. they do is they do show the monster action, but then they always go to an office or an, a military base or a, a big craft where the humans talk and look at the window and plan their attack. Yeah. That's this movie. This movie actually feels kind of reverential. Or well, as okay. far as like what they're doing, because humans really are talking in the ship and then chasing the monsters and then it's monster battles. The thing, the thing about Godzilla mythology that many people don't understand, <laughs> hipster glasses, um, is that Godzilla is not a monster. He's a protector. And that's one yes. of the reasons the Japanese audiences were kind of mad at the 1998. They hit on this a lot. Yeah, the 1998 version, he was one. just a monster. Well, she apparently. Spoiler alert! Oh yeah, Diego. What? I need to watch uh, that one again. Actually, I kind of wanted to watch that. it after I saw this. But they they kind of, they kind of messed it up because it was just a monster that was destroying the city instead of like their protector who would kill other monsters. Yes. So they stay stay true to that. Then is what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah, they do. In fact, that's like the whole. This philosophy. is a let them fight and let them fight all over our cities. Let them fight. Yeah, yeah. It looks like there's a sky beam in this. Is there a sky beam in this? The only sky beam is yep. Godzilla's breath. Yep. <laughs> And that's true. Okay. That's accurate. That, that's accurate. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, but if I have to hear one more movie where they're like, this is happening because look what we've done to the earth. Pollution, poverty, <laughs> war. That's why this is happening. And they always do like little cut. You scenes. deserve this. And I'm like, but, oh my gosh, I've seen that. So, in like so 50, giant lizards are going movies. to destroy. But here's the thing, Jacob, is the whole point of Godzilla. It was came out after... Uh, the bombing of yes. Hiroshima, and it was all about radiation and how yeah. that was what caused this. And the horror movies in general tend to be driven by the current fears of the time, whether that be radiation or viruses or things yeah. like that. And that looks like that's the current fear right now well, is uh, more inconvenient truth. And yeah. so all of a sudden it's like, let's make that our problem. Well, I, do I feel totally like, agree with you. Uh, so it, it's, it's lame, but the movie does follow its own rules as far as like the nuclear devices that these monsters feed on. Okay. Yeah, like they based do, they on do follow that rule, yeah. You know, because they've been hidden under the earth waiting for a time to reawaken and then they were forced With to wake up. Yes. <laughs> With the hypercube. Is that a thing? The Matrix? The AllSpark. The AllSpark. Johnny and Monica. You know, so that we don't talk about Godzilla for too long, let's let's jump to the end a little bit. How did you like the the radiation uh, bomb. Well, Joel, spoilers for you now, right? Spoil away. So Godzilla is in a fight with, what's its name? Kent? Uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah and uh, gets the crap beat out of his fat lizard butt. And, <laughs> and uh, Wait, literally? He sinks uh, to the... <laughs> he actually loses a fair amount of weight. Boston is destroyed. Oh. No one will live there again. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> anyway, sinks to the bottom of the ocean. They think he's dead. It turns out he basically crawls into this a hollow earth tunnel where there's this radiation source that heals him. They figure that out and they're like, oh no, Ghidorah is going to kill everything. And because Ghidorah is killing everything. And uh, so they take a nuke down there to revive him, right? They nuke Godzilla to revive him. Yes. Yes. Because he was created by nuclear energy. Yeah, exactly. So no, that's what I'm saying. It follows its own rules. No, it totally does. Yeah. It, it becomes a real plot point, right? Yeah. So yeah, they do that. They take him down there. They, they that was do probably that. the one emotional moment of the whole movie. Yeah. When and yeah. it was false emotions. You got emotional. Still, you got emotional. No, but there's a character who does this. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And um, anyway, so 
Uh, so Godzilla comes back and he's like, okay, I'm ready to, I'm ready to fight. And then they're like, looks like somebody's eating his vitamins or whatever it was. I can't remember. Well, they do this whole thing where they're like 12 minutes till Godzilla goes atomic. And I'm like, okay, so he's going to get really strong. He's getting, once again, the crap kicked out of him. Well, I thought he was just going to go like blow up. Yeah. I thought he was just going to blow up. That's what they kept saying. Uh, uh, Godzilla's going to blow up. I'm like, like he's going to spray and splatter everywhere. Like, what does that mean? He's going to blow up. He basically went incredible Hulk, you know, but if incredible Hulk gets bigger, yeah, angrier he gets, he gets yeah. that's yep. what happens to godzilla and then it kind of goes poof, goes away yeah which so, is fine yeah which is fine so basically it goes, it goes <laughs> kind of <laughs> kind of actually he's gassy he's <laughs> gassy yeah we said that was part of it so no uh Ghidorah is basically um beat him right and but he's like two minutes away from going nuclear and so they distract Ghidorah for a minute and then uh that gives godzilla enough time to turn nuclear wait wait how do they know Okay, I'm confused. I thought they dropped the bomb on him to wake him up. Mm-hmm. So why? What's the countdown for? Well, they they, they counted. They said it worked too well. Is what it his was. core is warming up. Yeah. Oh, his so core the, okay. because of the okay. nuke. So they're tracking him and they're like, oh, we're estimating when. But this was, this was actually all part of the movie. They were like, they had they found his sound waves or whatever, and they mm-hmm. could track his vitals, and they they could do all this tracking on him now, okay. right? And so then he turns into this giant red glowing radiation bomb. It looks and pretty cool, though. It does. So that's what I want to know. It it's looks like really cool. I did cool. see that. So, dude, here's what here's what here's what looked cool. I saw an right? image of it's, him. He's like covered in fire. Yes, yeah. that's him. So he like takes a step, and then you see everything around him just melt. Like all the signs, the buildings, everything just evaporates yeah. around him, which is which is a cool effect. And then he gets to Ghidorah, who's been beating him up the whole time, and it's not even. He just steps on him, basically. Yeah. Really. No, it's uh, oh, man. As far as visuals goes, that's why I can't hate it because the that the was really satisfying. Visually, is, yeah. is, everything is a poster, and so as far as being a monster movie, and it did deliver on the action I didn't see in that first movie. I still can't hate it, even though man, I was cringing every no, time there I was mean, dialogue. Even though I gave it a C minus, like that's it's a positive C minus. <laughs> it's as, like as, me as giving it yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like no, yeah. I I, actually, I got some enjoyments out of this, and yeah. I'm still getting it a C minus because that's what it is, but. Because, yeah, every time they spoke, it sucked. They're definitely going for a global audience here, mm-hmm. uh, doing a uh, will multicultural it, casting will in it this do one. Well? Yeah. Will it do well? Uh, not as well as they hope. Honestly, I think it's kind of a no. gamble to do this monster universe, but internationally, this thing Better will Better than 2014's? Yeah, I think so. 14, 15? What was yeah, it? 2014. The yeah. four, 14 had some artistic elements that this one lacked, I think. Like there was some there was some breakthrough moments. But this one had the action for sure. Like this one had the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you want the action, Joel, Also, I will say the very last scene <laughs> totally nails it. I would say the way this movie ends is perfect for how this You're movie needed it? to be. I mean, we're in spoilers, you right? You mean the stinger yeah, or the it. last? Uh, Godzilla wins and he growls as the alpha and monsters bow to him and it goes, he's like, Bruh. Wait, monster? I thought he destroyed all the monsters. No, no, no just, he is just, the alpha yeah. at this point. Oh, okay. So this is, how, this is how to train your dragon. And he's standing there up on this hill and they're all bowing to him and it's this like, holy crap, he is king of the monsters. Like, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. People it's- clapped a ton at the end. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, it, it teases uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Just oh, a little bit. Okay. Which is happening next year. So, Joel, I mean, you were right in your prediction of this one being like, eh, I don't really care, but this is a movie that everyone's dad will want to watch just for these action scenes. Joel, has our description made you want to see it more or less? Uh, well, okay. So the thing is, I do, I like the sound of the fights and I like the sound of the ending and the going nuclear. It all sounds kind of fun it and is dumb. Fun. Yeah. But I don't want to go, I don't want to go right. pay a see it in IMAX. Like literally, I think I'm going to be watching it on my TV at home 
and enjoy it, but not as much as I maybe could have an IMAX. I get that. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, yeah, don't feel like paying for it, but. And I'm wondering if like with your kids at what age they can paying watch for it. it. And by paying for it, I mean going to Kent's screenings that he so graciously <laughs> offered me. We actually had a conversation today <laughs> about this is not associated with the bacon bit, but it's like hard to get excited about movies because they're kind of a given that you'll see them anyways. Yeah. So the anticipation is like, Which I oh. feel I felt better with saying that because I, I do still love going to those screenings and enjoy going with you. But it's been a long time since I've been like really, really excited for a movie to the point where I'm like waiting in line. Even end game. It's like we have to take a work off. Oh. we're spoiled rotten brats yeah anyway so i would say yeah on average this is a c movie yeah and and most movies are yeah yeah they kind of are there's no there's no great ones but this one satisfies the the child in you maybe yeah i wish it was a little more brainy but that may have been at a sacrifice of the action which delivered they really do i mean it would be a pretty easy combination get a director that knows how to handle big budgets like a christopher nolan right and bring him in for Uh, something like this where it actually see i actually pictured the rock in this movie and it would have been a little bit better because they needed some charisma they did need charisma they needed charisma bad well he was was too busy doing all the other jungle movies yeah (laughs) every jungle movie this year every jungle movie anyways thank you for listening uh let us know if you're gonna go see this movie i'm curious to see what you think and yeah. if you've liked the Godzilla movies in the past because we're a little bit harsh on because them. Because the, the, people do like them. It's like, okay, this is not a fair comparison. You just made me think of it. Godzilla movies are like the Fast and the Furious franchise. Okay. Where the people that love they it, know what they are. love it and yeah, right. love it for what it is. Yeah. But Which is totally okay. But never going to be able if, to get into it. If, a gi- if people have followed a giant moth in movies and really liked it, I mean, good on you. <laughs> if Mo- you if you like a bunch of Mothra. giant a bunch of giant lizards and moths biting each other Actually, you're gonna love this i thought Mothra was if pretty you awesome like, in this movie if you like the pac- visuals are cool yeah. like if you like her, pacific like, rim will you like this movie yeah see i like i love pacific rim and i only like you this, love this movie. pacific yep, rim i totally do give me your film card no this way disgusting yeah, i think pacific <laughs> rim is an awesome guilty pleasure all right thanks for listening Ha! <laughs> <laughs>